0: I want to make an inverted joke where I gave it a low score and then inverted it. To the, but I, had a, I can't even understand that physics though. So.
1: Welcome to Ethan on Action. I'm your host, Ethan Bowne. I'm joined here by Peter. And today, we're going to cover tenant. Hopefully you saw our fight scene that we released. If not, I'll provide a link in the uh, description. Let's jump to it. Ted was directed by Christopher Nolan. Cinematography by Hoyt Van Hoytima. No second unit director, as we all know. Stunt coordinator is George Cottle and Amar Shetty. Fight coordinators are Jackson Spidell, or fight coordinator, I should say. Uh, He's actually John Wick's stunt double in the John Wick movies. Nice. Really? Yeah, and yeah. makes an appearance in one of the fights. Awesome. Can't wait to, for you to point them out. <laughs> First thing we're going to break down is the Opera House siege.
2: John David Washington plays the protagonist, a CIA agent. He leads a small team in an undercover mission in Ukraine. A group of terrorists take an opera house hostage. The protagonist attempts to rescue an undercover agent. Things get more difficult when the local SWAT teams start planting bombs. What's going on? (laughs) So, really good
0: tension building kind of to start off the scene before any of the action kind of kicks off. I really like the, uh, you know, just those opening shots and just the the music building up. I really enjoyed the music in this. Um, Ludwig Goranson, I believe. Yes. Is a new, uh, kind of new composer for for Nolan. And um, it's a nice change of pace from from Hans Zimmer. I actually like him better than Hans Zimmer, to be honest. I'm putting it out there right now. Like, shorter, you know, resume, but. Yeah, really enjoy his stuff that he's got out there so far.
1: Not to say that Hans Zimmer's music is bad. It's just him and Nolan's collaboration kind of got played out eventually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we we, we needed something new. New blood.
0: Yeah. With the Nolan movies, I've always kind of felt any kind of like shootout scenes or any time there's any kind of gun usage. Okay. I've never felt any kind of like excitement, any of the intensity. There's there's never been a wow factor to me. I get what you're saying. Like, I
1: do agree with you. Generally, his gunplay is not that exciting, but Mm -hmm. I actually thought it was pretty exciting in this one. In in this opening? In this this opening scene. They added things to it, like stakes are higher. For example, the passed-out audience members. Mm -hmm. That is just so visually interesting. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But it's almost comical when you watch it, where they're stepping over, like, passed-out people and getting (laughs) shot at. Like, how many
0: people got killed? I know. In their sleep. (laughs) They have no idea what's going on around them. There's, like... (laughs) dead bodies laying next to them. I really like the his number 2
1: guy, his right-hand man guy. The Asian guy? Half Asian guy. Yeah, I looked him Asian. up. His name is
0: Richard Coe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> he, he, he he's only in the opening, right? There he never shows up again or he's a C, I, Yeah, the whole team gets killed, I guess. Yeah, he's the guy that
1: before dying gives him that pill to swallow. Yeah, yeah. But there was such a presence to him. Maybe it's because he looks like Joseph Gordon-Levitt a little bit. Maybe we're a little biased. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, because he's happy. Yeah, he stands out right away for us. This set piece, the Opera House, has become one of my favorite Nolan set pieces. Really? Top three. Okay. I'll name them. First? Already? No, I'll name them. I'll name them. Number one set piece of all of Nolan's work would be the Bane heist, the plane heist in Dark Knight Rises. Number three? Okay. Like, yeah, Dark Knight, Never- that's number one. Oh, like, number one. That's my one. favorite. That's my oh, favorite. wow. Okay. Favorite. Number two, I'm going to go with Interstellar. No time for caution. Docking sequence. Docking sequence, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And number three would be the this opera house sequence.
2: Mm, okay. I really
1: enjoyed the sequence. Okay. I loved it. I, I feel like if Hitchcock were alive today and he did more action, this is what it would have been like. Mm-hmm. Such good suspense.
0: Definitely, yeah. Like I mentioned before, like I love that tension building right at the beginning and everything. So...
1: It is a bit confusing, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah. Took me a few tries to, like, work out the kinks as to what's happening. Yeah. What's your take on it? What do you think? Or do you um, want me to just tell you?
0: <laughs> as far as, like, what's actually happening? Yeah, like, who's yeah, who, I, who's Whose I, sides? So, I, I kind of get it. He's, so, I didn't know that that guy was just, like, an undercover agent that he's trying to save at yeah. the beginning. So, I, I got that on this rewatch. On my first initial viewing, I was like, who is he trying to save? Who is this guy? Um. But then everything afterwards, like I, I don't know whose team is, who's on whose team. Like I know he's faking being one of the SWAT guys, right? Yeah. So obviously, and but who, why, who are these SWAT guys, and why are they planting bombs everywhere? So
1: okay, so his CIT, CIA team are working for like another spy team under Ukraine. Okay. And they have their own agenda. <laughs> but then his team, they're trying to get their guy out of there. But then what happens is. Members of the SWAT team are infiltrated by Sator's team. Right. So okay, so there's that is mem- team. Members yeah. of Sator's guys are undercover on the SWAT team, and those are the guys planning bombs. So, who are the initial terrorists that take over the Opera House? That's the confusing part. Do we do we know? No, they never say. <laughs> oh, come on. Unless <laughs> Sator planned it somehow. Like, he organized. Because like, maybe
0: like, he knew it was going to happen anyways. Like, he knew the terrorists were going to take That's over because he's, you know, he's a going, time traveler. Right? So, it, it, he just happened to pick this terrorist takeover kind That's of thing probably what happened. infiltrate it. We figure it out. There we go. We got it. There we go. What do you got rating-wise for this scene? Uh, I gave it a 3.5. I, I did like some of the initial sequences. The shootout stuff is where it kind of lost points for me, but overall, it, it's still a really cool opening. Okay, well... I know you love it. I do <laughs> love it.
1: But the fact that it's still a little bit confusing story-wise, I'll deduct it a mark, mm-hmm. but I'm going to give it a 0. 0.5 mark. When JDW says, You gotta either go with me or I kill you. You choose. I'm like, damn, that's badass. <laughs> that's that's a cold. Good line. That's, that's a cold.
0: Good line. He's got a he's got a couple of these good. That's lines cold. In here. So yeah. that's
1: four point five for me. Four point five. All right. Next side piece we will cover is the kitchen fight. JDW's breakout kitchen fight. Yeah. He's uh almost getting tortured, but not really. <laughs> what do you think about it? We can both agree that Nolan has never been the best at hand to hand fight scenes. Definitely not. But he learned. Mm-hmm. He adapted. He changed. I wonder what happened. Did he start listening to the second unit guys?
0: Maybe. or Like the choreographer you mentioned earlier, has he worked with Nolan before in any of his previous? I don't think so. No? So this is like the first maybe you know, just a little change in the, the stunt team. And, and and. he's the 8711 yeah. guy, obviously, yeah, yeah. with the wick guys, right? <laughs> yeah, you can kind of tell just, just the way the movements and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, up until this point, this was like my favorite hand to hand that I've ever seen from Nolan. So, um, just I agree. It, 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 there was like a kind of a, a gritty realism to it. It did. I mean, there's a sequence
1: where he just flat out just punches the guy three times with his right hand. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the stun coordinator himself is in this sequence. Ah, he, there we go. We He's the guy where JDW <laughs> grabs him and twirls him and just punches him in the back. Okay. Yeah. yeah that, that is a bit. Yeah. <laughs> that gets a bit balletic, but that's okay. Yeah. I notice in general with Nolan movies when it comes to fight hand-to-hand fight scenes, he generally wants the stunt coordinators to tone it down and make it more realistic. Mm-hmm. So you get stuff like Dark Knight Rises where all they throw is haymakers. Whereas I feel like in this one, he finally let loose on he undid his tie. but he's like, "Okay, guys." I see that. Yeah. Get a little flashy. <laughs> I see
0: what you're saying. Yeah, for sure. And I feel um JDW really carries the scene well. He's, he's kind of got this like good action charisma I want to say in yes, a way sir. like that just that little sequence of him just walking down like like uh, you know and the, before he gets to that last little sequence just there's there's like a gravitas the way he like carries himself yeah I, I really enjoyed it and I, that's all I got to say about him <laughs> another thing
1: I want to point out is they never hide his height or try to make him taller mm-hmm. you know if this was Tom Cruise they'd be like this guy's five eleven. <laughs> But with him, they they're just like, look, he's a shorter,
0: stockier guy. But he's formidable, man. He's <laughs> athletic. Those are the athletic guys. Yeah. He's gonna fuck you up if you don't know how to fight. That's right. Yeah. Out of five, what do you got? Uh, I'm giving it a five. Best Nolan hand to hand sequence I've seen up to this point. So sounds good. I'll give it a five myself. Yeah. Definitely. Nolan upgraded with yeah. this scene. I'm like, damn. Yeah.
1: He learned. Yeah. This
0: caught my attention. I was like, whoa, this is a little <laughs> different here. Next level shit. <laughs> yeah.
1: Next thing I have is the Oslo plane crash. Uh. <laughs> I'm not going to spend too much time on it. Let's just talk about it. How did you feel about this plane crash? A um, real 747 plane.
0: Yeah. Like, you know, it was, it was focused on or whatever as far as when trying to promote the movie and, yeah. Even if they didn't do that and I didn't have like high expectations going in or anything, <laughs> like, eh, it's just very meh. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. it is a bit underwhelming. Very, yeah. I mean, everything leading up to it was kind of cool mm-hmm. with that. Yeah, uh, I had that's to write, what... write his name down, Hamish Patel as Ma here. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. his comedic stuff was cool. Mm-hmm. And his crew, how they're jumping out of the plane, taking the gold.
0: Yeah, that's one thing that Nolan is never gonna be short on it, as far as. He's always going to do the build, uh, tension building very well. But when it comes off to actually pulling off the actual e- action sequences, like on paper, it sounds like it's going to be really cool. But it's, it doesn't make for a great cinematic experience or anything. Not for this because it literally just goes there and stops. Yeah. That's yeah, literally nothing, what it does. Nothing really happens. A bit or... of an explosion. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'll say the scene later on where they're inverted mm-hmm. and they're going forward while everything's going backwards and things are exploding. Okay. That's more impressive, in my opinion. Oh yeah. For that shot, you know how they did it, right? Go on. They basically just move backwards mm. while everybody else is moving forwards. Okay. So that's how you get that shot of that debris like going up, which yeah, means that right. stuff, oh, yeah, yeah. which means that stuff was flying
0: down on them while they were moving backwards. <laughs> Nice. Yeah.
2: Huh. Well,
0: it's always great how, like, for this movie especially, Nolan really wanted to kind of try to do everything in camera, right? Well, I read on the internet, which means it's true.
1: <laughs> Apparently, there was only 280 visual effects shots in this movie. That's crazy. Less than a rom-com. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. How do you want to rate this
0: plane crash? Uh, what did I give it? I gave it a 1.5. Nothing okay. Nothing crazy. Nothing exciting.
1: I gave it a 2, only well, because of... Acquiring at 747 and crashing it. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, The logistics and the technical aspects of it are great. And I gave it another point for the comedic elements leading up to the crash with uh, (laughs) Mahir. So it too. All right.
2: Next thing we're going to cover is the inverted man. The setup. Now working for the secret organization tenant, the protagonist and his partner, Neil, attempt to steal a painting. They discover a mysterious room. And they're surprised slash attacked by two men, one moving forward and one in reverse.
0: <laughs> I just, I, in my mind, I still can't fully grasp the whole science of it. of Like how you fight yourself, one going forward, one going backwards. Just that idea. Yeah, the idea of it is like, how does it, I don't know, I can't wrap my head around it. Well, if
1: you watch the fight scene enough like I have, they're not actually doing that. Have you ever seen that YouTube video of Christopher Nolan describing Memento? I guess I haven't, no. Okay, well, I'll just I'll put a link on it <laughs> in this description. <laughs> that. But I'll quickly explain it here. So what he says is it's like a hairpin. So there's two stories. One story moving forward and one story moving back. Mm-hmm. And he has these lines in between. So essentially, you're cutting between the forward story and the back story. Mm, okay. He's basically doing the exact same thing here. Yeah. So what happens is it goes from... Forward movement than backwards movement, because even in the inverted ga- the inverted man guy, he's moving forward as well. He's not actually moving backwards. Yeah, like in his
0: mind or in his perspective, right? He's he's moving forward. Is that what you mean? Or no, what from... I'm
1: saying is that the actual movesets, like the moves Oh, the move sets how okay. they the actual it. moves and like how they choreography it. and everything. Yeah. If you look at it, they're just taking turns. Like I move, like this character moves forward. Okay. And next sequence, it's an inverted part. Yeah. It's just it's exactly like the layout of the memento plot. Keep your eye for it. Next time you watch the scene, you'll see it. Because if you look, the inverted guy does forward moves. Hmm. Okay.
0: okay. Yeah. I'll and keep my eye all... out of...
1: <laughs> even more. Yeah. Don't yeah. worry. I'll add clips for this. Uh, when... <laughs> if people watching on YouTube. Yeah.
0: Overall, like I thought, the choreography and everything of it was very well done. It's it's really strong choreography. Yeah. Um. Plus, like the way it was shot and edited and everything, everything was very clear. Like. Nolan didn't do his, you know, like super, like more tight end shots where you can't really see what's happening. Like he, well, you know why, right? Go For on. a sequence like this, where
1: you got to go forward and backwards, you can't shoot it Hollywood style. Yeah, yeah. you can't. You have to shoot it in sequences mm-hmm. like a Hong Kong fight scene, mm-hmm. and that's what makes
0: it so much better. Yeah, right. Yeah, the, the, and so like he he did actually film it. Everything kind of going forward, and then he filmed it with the actors like doing choreography backwards as well. Right. I, I they say that, but I yeah. don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> It'd be hard to, to really they say that yeah. but like as a blanket
1: term, but mm-hmm. really they basically did what we did when we did her, the inverted fight scene <laughs> where certain sequences we had to act out in reverse. Yeah. But then I reverse it in editing. Hey and... man, you're giving it all away your secrets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, giving away Nolan's secrets too. <laughs> Cause I, I, another thing, a key thing about shooting that and, um, JDW in an interview said, uh, one of the tricks is I can't blink. Oh, he can't blink shit. because that gives away the trick. Yeah. Cause when you blink, you're like, Hey, wait a minute. They shot that in reverse. Mm-hmm. And that's what I told, uh, Ryan, the actor in the fight scene. I was like, do not blink.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. You kept saying that. Yeah, over. I, was I was like, like don't Why blink. Do you keep saying that? <laughs> now you know. Now there you know. There go. Yeah. Like, I, and to go more along with the, the Hong Kong way of shooting it, like, Also, the way they edited it and everything, like uh, it was cut together, like they have to. Yeah, they they had to do it that way. That you really have to like let it linger and let it let everyone see what's really fully happening, to so they can get a better understanding of what's what every movement means, kind of right. So, I like this little trick they did, um, or kind of like a creepy
1: thing they did to give it that David Lynch vibe. The part where he rises up from the ground. The the stunt guy acted it as if he's coming at JDW. His arms were coming at him. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't really pay attention to that. I gotta I gotta rewatch that first watch then. it again. It's yeah. cool. They did that to make it creepy, as if he's rising from the ground, like coming a zombie out. Sit up. Yeah, <laughs> but then you watch it inverted
0: again later on. He's just falling back.
1: <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah, nice. really clever.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of those like little moments. Like you see him going forward and backwards. I mean, they're actually pretty cool both ways. Whether yeah, so did
1: you like this more than the inception hallway fight
0: uh, or I have like, a soft spot for the inception hallway fight for yeah. like you were talking before about your top three set pieces that's in my top three um I really love that sequence we so,
1: haven't so, covered yeah. inception yet we will. Yeah,
0: we will I do I do
1: like that sequence too yeah. just the how they pull it off mm-hmm it's really cool, really good. Yeah. It's just unfortunately, in my eyes, the choreography, like I said, with Nolan fight scenes, they were very. Yeah, the choreography
0: in that one generic. was a lot weaker than the, the choreography in this. Uh, but yeah, just the overall technical aspects and yeah. them, what they were doing in that sequence, it, I, it I was really like cool. Yeah, I, I still have it in my top three. So. Okay,
1: I guess if you go to spectacle wise, that one is definitely more impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it comes to technical choreography, this one's more yeah, impressive. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, out of five. Uh, I'm giving it a four out of five. I really enjoyed the sequence. Um, yeah, that's all I gotta say really. It's just it was a really great sequence and it's just me trying to wrap my head around the physics of it, really. The science. Okay. I'll give it a four
1: in point five. Yeah. Myself. Nice. I enjoyed it. I really loved it. Actually, you know what? I'll give it a five. Full I'm Monty. On. I love it. <laughs> Why do you keep saying that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Next set piece we're gonna cover is the entire highway set piece.
2: The setup. The protagonist and Neil set out to steal this mysterious device called the algorithm. Suddenly they're attacked by a car in reverse.
0: <laughs> okay, that's what happened? Alright. Before we get into the scene, like I just want to kind of like bring out the it was really cool how in the kind of behind the scenes stuff, they they kinda of, like created like an expendables team. Of like the best stunt drivers and like drivers in the world. It's like the real
1: life Fast and the Furious. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then they brought the um oh, what's his name? I have his name. Jim uh, Wilkie, who uh famously did the uh the truck flip uh for Joker's uh truck flip in the mm-hmm. Dark Knight. So i couldn I could in-
1: imagine Nolan behind the scenes like, we need a team. <laughs> and the guy stepping in is like, I can drive anything. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of team, I actually really like the team that they hired for the heist itself. Mm -hmm. Like, all those guys had really, like, strong facial features. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they had their comedic moments when they squished the truck, and they're like, ha, 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 ha. I really like those guys. So I was kind of sad how they just disappeared. Yeah, they didn't come back at all, eh? No, you figured they'd help them because they're not working for Sador. So when they're being attacked by the inverted car, you think they'd be like, hey, they're paying us. We should help.
0: Who were they again? Are they part... Are they guys that, like, Neil hired? So, like, they might be also, like, from the going... Are they inverted the time guys? time cops? Yeah. The <laughs> time cops? The time cops? <laughs> time cops! <laughs> no,
1: I think there's just random guys that Neil hired. And okay. maybe once it was pulled out, they just kind
0: of left. Yeah. But I was hoping they joined the fray because I like those guys. <laughs> yeah. I gotta say, though, the... <laughs> that initial heist sequence, like, with the truck... Worst security... Detail ever Like You got all these cars Pulling around you They're so obviously Boxing you in And they're just like Driving nonchalantly
1: yeah, <laughs> Like it's normal <laughs> No also, red
0: flags going off No like Hey uh We need a little backup here Like nothing at all They're just Letting everything happen It's like the easiest heist Ever <laughs> I wasn't really that impressive With this heist
1: No I was Obviously I wasn't So <laughs> The idea is cool Idea is cool Yeah Maybe it's the way it's cut together or the way it's shot or something it just didn't really work for me personally mm-hmm.
0: yeah the it there was nothing f- for me that really impressed me until that you see that reverse s u v coming at you so that's that, really that's, creepy how it just keeps coming at them in yeah. reverse, and just like all the movements that it makes like when once they once it's um kind of behind. I guess the uh, Neil's car and everything. And it's kind of doing those like jerky movements, like going lane to lane. Yeah. Just the way it like jerks from one lane to the other. It's really creepy the way they do that. Yeah. Even the sound of a car revving in reverse, there's something really eerie about it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Now, did you get this scene
0: at all? No, no. I don't know really. So Sator at this point is now inverted. He's going back, right? And then he jumps into another car. And then is he going forward? Or is that guy just like driving backwards in their POV? I don't don't know what's
1: happening. The best description of the scene, it's a YouTube guy called Movie Metrics. Nice. I'll attach a link in the description and maybe we'll watch it afterwards. How I wrap my head around this whole inversion and time all going at once thing is this. Whoever's inverting, they've already experienced these events. Okay. But from a storytelling perspective, they only show it from the perspective of the person going through the events the first time. Whereas the person going through the events the second time, they don't really show that inverted. It's all at once.
0: Okay.
1: Remember that movie Arrival? Yes. Remember how the aliens and Amy Adams experience this time all at once? Yep. Yep. Exact same concept. That's the same thing. Okay. The exact same concept. Just add the fact that there's a version of her that already lived through
0: the events and is currently traveling backwards. The thing that kind of keeps popping in my mind, so you're saying like how the guy that's inverted is going backwards, but he's already experienced that. It's just... When did he experience that? Like, do, so we don't... We I don't, don't see that perspective. Yeah. That's, we don't ever see that. So that's, we, that's where the... Trick. Kind of the confusing that's little That's the trick.
1: <laughs> so the perspective of the person going inverted, you never see it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that part's... It's really that's confusing. That's what trips me out mostly, <laughs> most of the time.
1: Well, another thing that I didn't understand until I saw that YouTube video is how did he get the algorithm? Did you figure that part out? No. <laughs> when you see it the first time, yep. and he passes, say, toward the empty case... Which he has to like skip over a yeah. hood of a car. <laughs> so at the same time he was doing that, he was putting the algorithm in the inverted car. Ah. So what happened was when when he got kidnapped and dragged to St. Tor's base, that car was already there. Huh. Do you see that? Do you see him actually? Yes, you do. Actually, when he inverts himself and tries to chase after them, remember he's driving. All of a sudden he hears a clicking, clanking sound. looks Behind in the backseat, it's the
2: algorithm. It's like, how did I get here? Yeah,
1: yeah, and then it because it's in reverse, it okay. sees him passing it to his moving forward itself. Okay, yeah, All so right. ba- that's why Sator was like, You made me sh- shoot her for nothing because he essentially already delivered it to
0: him. It was in that car at Sator's base. Man, Whoa. puzzle, <laughs> it's crazy. I watch this like five times to really get to get everything. Yep, I hated this movie the first two times. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, I I didn't like it the first time. This second time, I've only seen the see action sequences. I didn't really but, like it until like the third and fourth time, where i like,
1: okay, I get what's going on. <laughs> so let's talk about the Time Cops, led by Aaron Taylor-Johnson. <laughs> time <laughs> Cops. Time Cops. Aaron, Aaron Taylor-Johnson.
0: Um. <laughs> so they're a tenant, right? <laughs> I don't... Br- I I'm really sure don't know their whole... Where they came in and everything. So <laughs> I'm gonna assume they're. You part gotta of the, explain that to me. <laughs> I
1: my understanding is that they're part of the tenant team. They're all working on the same
0: umbrella. Neil and him are not in the same organization. They are. They are. Yes, but he's more like militarized. Or Neil's like more CIA, like yeah. You know, and the protagonist, special is,
1: ops kind of thing. Protagonist is the head of the entire operation. Just in the future. Yeah, because the entire mi- movie is a temporal pincer. So what? What's the like? Why does he not have a name? What's. Nolan explained it on that podcast, Happy sad, confused, but I didn't really listen. <laughs> Maybe I'll listen to it again.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just, what's. Yeah, I just. I don't, I don't get the meaning of why he's not given a name. <laughs> I was hoping Blair. it going to be Cobb <laughs> again. There are uh, times of charm. Well, yeah. You really helped me kind of understand a little bit more about it. Um, some awesome visuals. Initial heist was pretty easy <laughs> easiest heist ever
1: uh yeah the part where he saves cat by jumping into that next car i thought that was really well done yeah
0: yeah that was pretty cool yeah
1: and also maybe maybe because i'm an independent filmmaker myself but how he stopped the car and you know how the car was about to crash and it just stops like in my mind as an indie filmmaker i'm like oh that's how you
0: save money <laughs> you don't show the cars crashing it just stops <laughs> i remember like on the rewatch i was like Oh well, thank God! Like Elizabeth uh, Debicki is like six foot three, so she could reach those like child locks and get that door open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is
1: tall. All right, rate this highway scene out of five. Uh, uh,
0: uh, I give it a four. Okay. Just because the everything that happened after the initial sequence, uh initial heist, was really cool, and yeah, from a technical perspective and everything, and the whole Expendables like, background or information about it i i and thought also how the really cars
1: awesome. when they filmed it had to move in reverse
0: too, yeah to pull yeah. off some of those shots yeah. and just that really like freaky sequence of the car the suv doing those herky jerky movements oh yeah it's unsettling it's creepy <laughs> all right i'll give it 3.5 yeah.
1: give it 3.5 only because i didn't understand it until i watched a youtube video <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason but um yeah 3.5 all right
2: Next sequence I have is the inverted man part two. The setup. Cat is shot in the stomach by Sador. In an attempt to save her life, him and Neil invert themselves to reverse her wound. They arrive at the Oslo Airport. The protagonist literally runs into himself. <laughs> <laughs> Fights himself.
1: I don't know how they survived in that cabinet thing without showering and eating for Five days inverted, <laughs> but the fight itself, like I said earlier, it it was nice to see Nolan like kind of undo his tie a bit and let the stunt guys do more um, over the top moves, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like him
0: uh, diving forward, German suplexes. I gotta ask you though. So, obviously, he's fighting himself. That initial sequence where he's like shooting the gun and everything. What ha- what would have happened if he actually killed himself at that point? They Would all dissipate kind of like Time Cop, yeah, <laughs> become a big
1: blob of uh CGI or whatever, yeah, really. Ugh. I mean, he only did that so he can move closer to the, uh, I guess, yeah, he wasn't really thing, so he obviously he knew he was fighting himself because he could see the guy, but yeah, okay, yeah. And like I said, you notice this time when he gets um kicked in the stomach, he's not reaching forward because <laughs> remember, I told you the first time you see it, he when he jives. When he on the ground, he flies forward. His arms support, like he's coming at him. Mm. But this time, he when he get, gets kicked and flies back, he's just flying back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Who's uh, who's the guy that's under the mask? Like while they're filming this, is, is, so it, it's obvious not JDW, unless no, it's not JDW. Yeah. There's um,
1: we looked it up. It's yeah. uh, he's a pretty well known stuntman.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I don't want to guess it's this guy because because <laughs> in my mind I'm thinking it's this guy, but I'm not 100. percent out of five, what do you got for this fight?
0: I'm uh, giving it a four. I uh, Yeah. Awesome sequence. Now you get to see it again in reverse. <laughs> it's really cool. I'll give it a four myself. Yeah. Next up, we
1: have
2: the finale at Stotsk. Finale. 12. The setup. Sator has this elaborate plan to kill himself in all of existence. The protagonist, and Neil, and a team of time cops attempt to retrieve the algorithm. They have to do this so Cat can kill Sator in the past on the yacht in Vietnam. Can they do it? Can they? <laughs> <sighs> uh. even, your, even
0: your setup has me confused. <laughs> all right, where do we start? <laughs> all right. <laughs> For my notes, all I have are questions. Like, <laughs> I've seen it once, well, I guess twice in a way, but I just, I still don't really fully understand what's happening. So I, all I know for sure, red is going forward, blue
1: is going backwards. <laughs> uh, my understanding is that blue is an hour ahead, and they're going backwards. They're an hour ahead. They're an hour okay. ahead, and they're also on a hill. Okay. Again, movie metrics, I'll attach yeah, yeah. the description. They made a pretty good description of what's going on. Yeah. So they're on a hill, and they're going backwards, and their plan is to trick Sator into thinking that they failed.
0: Okay, so that was the per- I yeah I was trying to figure out what the end game and like what their actual purpose yeah. was to have to like do these two different timelines at the same time. So that's
1: why before he before they ran into the tunnel. Yeah, that's why when uh, Eves Aaron Taylor Johnson saw those guys and he's like, if they see us, it's all for nothing, because <laughs> then he they would report back to Sador, right? Okay, so that's why they had needed that distraction where they blow up the building top and bottom.
2: So
0: in the sequence. For me, like, you, you kind of see them at right at the beginning, but, like, the enemies are very rarely shown. Yep, and I it, agree. It, it felt almost like the overall sequence felt like almost like a really advanced training sequence. It felt um, like they were shooting at no one. Yeah, it felt like they the were times. shooting at no one the whole time, and there's just things going off around them. It's like a big, elaborate training sequence.
1: Yeah, it's also because, like, the uniform of the bad guys is, like, white, silverish, so it kind of blends in in yeah, the sand environment. They very camouflaged. So you don't really see them. <laughs> yeah um let's talk about
2: cat <laughs> cat let's talk about That's her sequence. killings
0: <laughs> you have thoughts i know you do it's just it's very comical <laughs> the way she's like she is like a home alone sequence she's like setting up all these traps for him to <laughs> like fall in <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: What what are your thoughts on it I feel like this is the closest thing we'll ever get to a Christopher Nolan rom com. <laughs> really dark rom com. <laughs> really man. dark. It's where it, it's almost like um kinda like one of those old school uh British comedies. But like a Agatha Christie stuff, but like the comedic version of it. It's like
0: he, She killed her husband by sliding him on Vaseline. <laughs> was that Vaseline? I thought it was just like soap <laughs> or so, Sure, so, so whatever whatever it was. I <laughs> his fall, like, down the railings. It was like, oh, my God, that was so brutal.
1: <laughs> I do like how he did his dead wife trope, but then he inverted it and reversed it. Mm. So then she kills the husband. Right, yeah. So that, yeah. He, circular... in- he inverted his dead wife trope. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping, like, after she killed Sador, I-, I was hoping she would look at the camera and say, not today.
0: Do you love me?
1: Not today. Prestige,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> Call back. <laughs> Not today, Nolan. <laughs> so, going going back to the um, the attack on the uh, thing or whatever. Stask twelve. So, do blue and red team have their own separate missions? Are they almost in a way backing each other up as well? Like, if someone from the red team like falls, can they the blue team reverse that?
2: Death, so blue
0: team
1: is supposed to report back to red team to tell them what happened. Okay. Cause he says that during the break. So they have
0: to go there initially. Yeah. Fail. Yeah. And then come back. Oh, which is why they're bringing up all those like dead bodies yeah. when, when you first see them. Yeah. Cause right?
1: they're telling them, but from, we don't see that. We don't yeah. see that perspective. Yeah. Yeah. We only see everything all at once. Yeah. Right. That's why, that's why I told you when we were watching, that I said there was like three Neils running around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about the hand-to-hand fight scene in the tunnel.
0: all right you you gotta explain to me what's happening (laughs) i don't don't know what's happening you said three (laughs) neils why is there three (laughs) neils three (laughs) neils maybe four no maybe four (laughs) Mm. because you mentioned before kind of like a side uh, off off podcast there was another neil that was at the opera house as well but yeah
1: so neil's moving backwards then he sees that guy planning the the bombs, the trap for the protagonist.
0: Uh, opera or no not opera house. Stas
1: 12. Okay. And then he inverts himself and he tries to warn the protagonist. Now you got to remember when they stepped into that turntable, they both come out at the same time. Like the inverted person and the guy moving forward. Yeah. They're both existing in the same same time. Okay. So that's why I said when he was coming down, you see the truck going forward. I was like, that's Neil.
0: Yes. Okay. I knew that was Neil. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I knew once you told
1: me. Neil experiences the entire event, like everything that happened. Yeah. Right. But during that time, he inverted himself twice. <laughs> <laughs> so he knows what's going to happen. And he's the one that pulls him out of that hole. Yeah. Knowing what happened, he tells Eves everything that happened. Mm. How he's like, there's going to be a locked door down there. You need someone to open that locked door and it's going to be me. So he inverts himself again. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, one last time okay. to go down there to get killed. Okay. But like I said, that's his perspective. But from our pers- perspective, it's just like three or four neils running around. <laughs> if you really want to chip yourself out, the opera sequence is happening at the very same time or the same day at least. And there's another Neil there, the morning of. <laughs> yeah, there's another Neil there, but at the same time, there's another protagonist there too. Oh so. my god. <laughs> All right, I totally understand it now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna get that. <laughs> wow, but I gotta say, seeing him uh, when they're like fighting for the string <laughs> to that bomb thing, it's like, what happened, Nolan? You knew how to film fight scenes.
0: All of a sudden, it, it turned into reverted like reverted back. It turned into like Batman Begins. <laughs> he got lazy. He's like, uh, we're at the end. We'll just do this.
1: Well, I guess it didn't really require them to shoot in the sequence, right? It was just a fight scene to them. So they're yeah. like, let's get it done with. <laughs> and also, we got to talk about the goon falling in the hole. <laughs> that that yelp he does. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that was, that was funny. <laughs> that was some Looney Tunes shit kind of it's in like, a way. It's like something out of Simpsons. It's like, hey, Or like you, Austin Powers. It. <laughs> <It's> like, <"Whoa!"> <laughs> <laughs> I'm still down here. Out of five, how do you rate this? <laughs> I want to make an inverted joke where I gave it a low score and then inverted it. To the, but I, I I can't even understand that physics, so uh, I'll just go uh, right in the middle and say three. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll give it a 2.5. 2.5? Okay. Well done. Well
1: executed. It's insane if you think about it. It's mm-hmm. basically a fight against time. But
0: it's still very difficult to understand. Like the logistics of it? like Like trying to pull it off? And everything, like filming it wise and everything like that, like that just kind of blows my mind. But
1: at the end of the day, it's still a little, it's still pretty difficult to comprehend what's oh. actually happening. Oh, so yeah. for that, I deducted yeah. it and gave it a 2.5. Okay, next up, we got Radar Hero.
0: Protagonist.
1: What's your rating for him?
0: Uh, I'm going to give him a 3.5. Okay. I did not feel a strong connection to the character himself. Just obviously, like he, he doesn't even have a name or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, what do you know about him? You know, he wants to save the world and he's willing to die for it. That's all you know about him, really. Um, but JDW John David Washington, really a kind of great role for him. Um, I see a bright future. You know, he's got the, the genes for it and everything. So he yeah. did what he could. Can't for wait the to role. see what he does next. I think he did what he could with the role because mm-hmm. there wasn't much no, there's backstory just, it, to yeah, it. It's...
1: So, I'll give him a three. Mm-hmm. So, a point for his athleticism, mm-hmm. uh, n- another point for his charisma, mm-hmm. and the third point for him crying when he found out his team died. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <All> He's
0: <right. laughs> got that empathy and that action.
1: <laughs> Next up, radar villain, Sator. Sator. What did you give him? I gave him a four. For eh? okay. He really went for it, he but did. Nolan told him to. Though. Yeah, because he, he actually tried to downplay it originally, like a Bond villain. But Nolan's like, no, you're
2: you're a Batman villain.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I give him a three point five. Like, he really he was like a Bond villain in a Nolan universe. So, in some ways, it was like a a tonal difference there, where like it didn't match exactly for me. Um, but I still love him in the role. He had a better backstory than uh, the protagonist himself. Mm-hmm. I, I had a little, a
1: little bit of sympathy for him because um, you know how Cat thinks she's cheating on him because of the other woman diving off, but right. it's really just her and Burton? Yeah, it's just her. Yeah. yeah, that's why she said, "With your other woman," he he was generally confused yeah. as to what she's talking. Never about. Never
2: cheated.
1: <laughs> <Or> maybe <laughs> I'm <probably> sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, but then he plus keeps... I gotta say also he's uh he gets like that big. Bond villain monologue at the end there as well, which is kind of his undoing because like... I should have touched on that when we <laughs> covered Stask 12. That was the down part for me. That was the down part, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. the pacing was just way off there. Yeah, because the... Normally with Nolan finales, you get that really amped up cross-cutting. But this, they, they linger too long either for, from for, for like one sequence to the other. And it's like... Show me, it just slowed
1: everything to, yeah. It really did. It really did. So I should have brought that up. Yeah. Okay. Next up, we got top three badass characters. I'll start. Number three, I got Neil. At three, okay. Neil, because he's so cool. Neil. (laughs) I actually cried the next times when he basically uh, tells him that he's accepting his fate, you know, that
0: he knows he's going to die. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, don't worry. We get up to stuff. You'll see. (laughs) Uh, At three, (laughs) I have. Shit, I didn't get his character's name. Uh, Hamid Patel, or... him, uh, Mahir, Mahir Patel, or Mahir. His the character's, the character's name, Mahir, Mahir. So yeah, so I got him at three. Cool guy, does uh, does all the dirty work, doesn't get any of the glory. <laughs>
1: Sweet. Uh, number two, I got the protagonist's right-hand man from the opera sequence, Richard
0: Coe. <laughs> Asian guy, half Ha-Asian. Asian.
2: <laughs> <The Haitian.
0: laughs> of course, you're gonna rank him so high. Love that guy. <laughs> Uh, Number two, I got Aaron Taylor Johnson. Uh, I was surprised he was in this movie. I He's? had no idea <laughs> that he was Tom in Cop? this movie. Tom Cop. He just showed up and was like, That guy looks familiar. Oh my God, it's kick-ass. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Uh, Number one for me is Cat.
1: Cat. Yep. She's number one for me too. So I like how they made her taller than, well, she is taller than everybody. Yeah. And how she essentially inverted Nolan's dead wife trope. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Best action scene.
0: It was short, but it is so memorable to me. It's the the kitchen part. I really enjoyed that. Nice. I'm going with the opera house.
1: Nice. Scene I revisit. I went with the inverted man part one. Is it because you were trying to understand it the most?
0: (laughs) No, it is the one
1: (laughs) I generally throw on Mm -hmm. or think about. Yeah.
0: Most revisited probably will be the um, the highway scene, just because I I want to try to understand it more. Uh, <laughs> I'll send you. We'll yeah. watch the clip <laughs> once we're done here. Yeah, you'll understand it.
1: Um, next question I have: the Travis Scott song, "The Plan," is it better than Will Smith's song for Men in Black?
0: <laughs> Fuck, that's a that's a high peak to reach, man. Controversial? Yeah. (laughs) Is it controversial? I don't know. Does anyone like that Will Smith song anymore? (laughs) So let's talk about our action scene. All right. Full disclosure,
1: uh, most of the guy in the mask is Peter. (laughs) Yes. Well, it's kind of both of us. Well, let's be honest. I essentially just doubled you for two moves. Yeah. Because of the more jujitsu moves that you're not accustomed to.
0: Yep. But uh, overall, it is... It was really fun filming that, man. Like I wish the, we had more time. Yeah. Cuz the especially the Hong Kong spin, if you if you can call it that, <laughs> the one the spin. The one spin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> going in, I was I was pretty scared. Yeah, so was I. we like we're, we're going to land on like a hardwood floor
1: and I was really glad that you decided to do it, to be honest. Because <laughs> I was I like, it. if you don't do it, I'll do it. No problem. But in the back of my mind, I was like, please do it. Because <laughs> I didn't really trust the cardboard yeah. boxes I set up. But now like,
0: I feel like so confident to do it that I'm ready to try a double. <laughs> Ooh. I'm ready. Just that one, because we had like those boxes, so it's a little higher. Yeah. You can only get one spin really. spinner. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I had more planes um,
1: after the sequence we had. I had more of you, your, your inverted self walking backwards trying to get out of the door and ryan would like grab you to pull you back in
2: uh but we were short is on that ground. how it
1: would end yeah dun 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 no it, how my idea of how it would have ended was, like um you're inverted walking backwards trying to escape he pulls you back and clotheslines you and then you <laughs> invert up then you clothesline him while, while walking backwards what the hell
0: <laughs> that's what i wanted to do but that again. sounds complicated no we need wires <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh anything yeah. else
0: no, just good times. Watch that scene. Let us, uh, let, us let us know, know your feedback. Comments. What do you think of it? Overall thoughts on Tenet? <sighs> it's a, it's a complicated movie. <laughs> like, it is. I want like. It's one of those movies where like I really want to enjoy this, and I feel like I should like it, but I'm not getting the enjoyment. I like the most. Comparable thing I would compare it to is Inception in a way, and I really enjoyed Inception the first time I watched it, and every single time I watched it after, I was it like,
1: It was great rewatching Inception after this. You're like, Ah, yeah, so simple, <laughs> so, <laughs> so everything, simple. Everything makes
0: sense. Oh, god, S- <laughs> everything ties together kind of
1: in a way. Well, like but, I told you, the first two times I didn't like it because I, I had my own theories and they were wrong. It, it was the third and fourth where I finally understood what's going on. Mm-hmm. It basically. Like I said, whoever's inverting, you don't see
0: their perspective. Who lived
1: through these events first?
0: But I, I feel like that's almost a cop out. Like I know, like obviously, you want to make a movie that people will watch to the end of time or whatever, and and analyze and pick apart. But it's also like a detriment to like the overall experience of the moviegoers. Like I don't want to have to watch a movie this many times to like try to find enjoyment out of it and that's what i i feel like it, it, you have to put in work to try to enjoy this movie and that i couldn't it's better do that for myself you can go about this two ways you can either do what
1: i did like really try and understand and re-watch and then you're like ah eureka moment <laughs> that blissful moment yeah or you can just turn your brain off. Yeah. Like,
2: yeah.
0: Well, like, yeah, when I action. turn my brain off, it's still like a really cool movie, but I, I still would not put it in my top five, maybe, or top four of I w- Christopher Nolan movies. I generally admit that
1: I love it more each time I watch it. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, where, where would you put it, though, in your ranking of overall Christopher that's Nolan That's tough, movies. man. Yeah. That's tough. Because <laughs> it, it changes every day. Right? It's
1: weird because a lot of times I don't include the Dark Knight movies when I should. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> It's weird, and like I don't consider them Christopher Nolan movies. It's such an odd thing to say. Uh-huh. Well, maybe we'll talk about it another time. All right. Well, that does for this episode. Thanks for listening. Watch we our scene. We are out. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, please leave a thumbs up, leave a comment, subscribe. If you're listening on Spotify or any of the other podcast platforms, please rate, review,
2: subscribe. And we'll be back. Thanks for listening. We are out.